Hey, Fantasy Genge, this is Miles' episode of week 13. Just kidding. We're into week 14. I gotcha. I, I, ah! I skipped out last week, yeah. I guess. This is a sick, sick day, sick week. Apparently, I haven't healed yet. It's been like a sick month for you, man. Like, you haven't, uh, when was the last episode that you actually recorded? I think it was almost a month ago. Uh, three weeks. You did the last, yeah. You did the last two, yeah, and then we missed one too. So, oh, yeah, so yeah, four weeks. Holy crap, it's been a while. Figure it out, guy. You just don't want to show up to work anymore, don't care about the DJs, <sighs> don't was, care about our listeners. Week, week 10 was rough, and it took a long time to recover. No kidding, eh? <laughs> I had to, I had to shut off my internet for uh, for a couple weeks, you know, to recoup some costs of uh, yeah. of that loss prevent you from spending any more money to betting anymore (laughs) yeah and of course it's the holiday season so we're coming to you on december uh, i think today's the 10th no today's the 11th december 11th friday and uh we are meeting virtually uh matt's mom i mean wife uh wouldn't uh, let me come over to um film the uh to film wow to record this episode because i have the sniffles well to be fair to her for you to, to be fair to her, to be she, fair, to be fair uh, she does have to get COVID tested if she shows any symptoms of uh, COVID-19 because she works with children. So it's probably not the best for him to come over. And actually, I was talking to him later, earlier today, talking to him later today. That doesn't make sense. Uh, talking to him earlier today and like, you sounded rough when we were gaming together, buddy. I won't lie. And then Miles texted me right before this episode and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna need to take a nap. Uh, I'm I'm just so tired from this cold that I've got. Um, yeah, it it is just a cold. Um, the the other person in my house was uh, actually COVID swapped because um, uh, she had the same thing. So um, I'm assuming it came from her. So <laughs> she she tested negative, and um, I didn't bother getting tested because at the time, actually, I, I didn't have any symptoms, and it just started. Um, just started last night. Not even last night. I woke up with this this morning. Just had the sniffles. That's all it is. All right. Well, that's, it's that's it's fine. it really doesn't feel any different than my usual allergies. Um, for those of you who who know me, I get really really bad allergies where I don't stop sneezing. Uh, I, I give me thirty six ounces of beer and I will sneeze all night long. That's true. That is. That is that's pretty true. much where the line is. Thirty six ounces and I, I I can't do anymore. So I, I've I've had to reduce my my beer consumption. That's funny. Anyways, uh, that being said, uh, fancy playoffs are starting this week. I for hope a lot of you leagues. started those freaking cam makers. I hope if you had them, you started them. Although, I mean, risky play. I get it. Um, but man, 171 yards on Ooh. 29 touches, 29 rushes. That is wild. Who saw that coming? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to be that much, but I, I was expecting a, a good week for him uh, in this matchup against New England. I mean, the, he kind of had his breakout performance last week uh, for the Rams, and then this week he just dominated against New England. It, it, was, uh, it was nice to watch, actually, because there have been so many truthers out there that finally feel validated i saw so many tweets about cam Akers today uh from people who had him ranked very high in the rookie running back uh rankings we, we were stuff. we were those people we were high on acres as well yep. 
and uh, he's finally now coming through at the at the right time of the year. So I mean, yeah. uh, we'll take we'll take a half a dub there. We'll take a yep. V. <laughs> a V dub. <laughs> no, a V. Just because it's no, like no. a V dub. W is two V's, so I, I know. half a W. It's a V. I get it. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I, I think you're just now understanding. No, 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 no. I I understood <laughs> it before, but I like the V dub. For... The V dub. Okay, that's that Volkswagen. just sounds like the the very dub. That's auto, man. That's auto. <laughs> oh because you drive a v-dub I, now i understand what you're saying see now you're starting to get what i'm saying yeah i just don't know what volkswagen has to do with uh, half a win i don't know either anyways okay. <laughs> uh recapping our bets last week i went four for five on mine i i was a little bit risky in taking the kansas city chiefs to cover the 13 and a half point spread and that didn't work out for me against denver uh, but the rest of my bets hit, my, including my parlay uh, for the Raiders and the Jets. Had the over and the Jets to cover uh, the plus eight spread in that one. I also had uh, the LA Rams and Arizona Cardinals over 48 and a half points. They ended up with like, I think, close to 60 in that one. And New Orleans Atlanta under uh, 45 and a half points. Both those defenses played pretty well in that game in Indianapolis minus three against Houston, which uh, was very lucky because Houston was l- driving down the field on that uh, last play of the game or last drive of the game. And uh, then uh, Indianapolis ended up, uh, I think, forcing a fumble and uh, ending the game off on that forced fumble. But they easily could have scored and not covered. <laughs> the yeah, Houston. That, that would have been a hurtful one for you. Um, yeah. We're... I, I didn't hit any of my three bets last week and um, it was just rough. Thankfully I, I had a couple other bets that I didn't um, put on paper uh, here um, that hit. So I, I ended up breaking even on the week, which was fine. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But uh, in terms of our uh, betting against each other in this, uh, in the season long thing, I'm almost double what you are now after that week. Cause yeah. we, we, we were very close uh, yep. for the week but uh with my wins and your losses we're i'm almost w yeah we haven't uh we haven't calculated any of the season long props yet so no we'll but I, I was taking a look at them earlier and both of us are not doing well no. <laughs> i will say that there's a couple that we're gonna hit on uh and i think a couple that we have hit on already but uh, some of the season long ones are not looking good for us buddy we'll we'll be okay yeah, we'll be okay. I will be. I'm I'm already up on the season, but uh, <laughs> we we still got four weeks to go, so maybe that'll change. Exactly. Well, you know what? Week 14 is going to be my week. Um, w- w- yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to uh, narrow this lead here a little bit. Um, got some good bets. Are you you going to make some big bets or what? I'm okay. going to make some excellent bets that are also quite hefty. Oh, hefty, you say? Yeah. I, I I am I'm not a fan of uh, of, of Matt's uh, take it easy bets here and the the lower the, the lower uh, money bet here. You know what? It's been working, man. But it's, it's been working. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... you're you're hitting the bigger bets, which is working out for you. Yeah, I mean, not betting too much on yeah. the the riskier ones, and I feel like I'm taking safer ones with uh, big bets. And it's been working out well for me so far. For sure. So I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to seeing how the, the rest of the season plays out and uh, 
beating you at the end of the season. Yeah, we'll see about that one. Call, calling it right now. I end up <laughs> with more uh, money than you. Okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Let's uh, let's get into some news and notes um, yeah. for week fourteen then. Let's talk about some of the players who are out this week. Starting it off is Julio Jones. Got that hamstring injury that's been bothering him for a couple weeks now. Uh, He's going to be out this week for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, This probably puts Russell Gage into, he's probably still going to be in the slot, but you might be able to flex Russell Gage in this game. Uh, Facing the Chargers, whose defense has been, okay but uh not the best against the the past game but as we've seen in uh weeks past matt ryan isn't as good of a quarterback without julio jones except for was it two weeks ago uh when he didn't have him or was it yeah i believe it was two weeks ago he has not been good uh, at all when julio's out except against the raiders right (laughs) where he just set that game on fire Atlanta scored 43 (laughs) points not a big deal um, and yeah, but, uh, I, I think that, uh, some of these guys are still in play. Some of the lower end guys still in play. Uh, obviously you're going to be playing Calvin Ridley, not, uh, looking forward to seeing Todd Gurley out there though. I think Todd Gurley is on his last legs. He's, he was coming out as more like the third down back in the last game, actually against the saints. Uh, and it was between Hill and Edo Smith getting, the, the the first and second down carries so uh i'm i'm worried about uh Gurley past this season for sure i, mean, I wasn't a fan of Gurley heading into the season anyway no, and he was uh he actually either. was off to a decent start and it, it and was because he was getting touchdowns he was yeah well, that's all it was exactly that's where his fantasy points were coming from he i think during the first like seven or eight weeks he was uh, in the top three for touchdowns uh, at the running back position. Pretty sure Dalvin Cook was uh, number one and probably Derrick Henry number two, but I think Todd Gurley was third or something like that. It was, it was just crazy how uh, how many touchdowns he was getting. Uh, another player who is out this week, David Johnson, tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, so that's going to suck for all you David Johnson order- owners who just got him back. Well, I really uh, I really time. hope that you held on to Duke Johnson, though. I mean, yes. Duke Johnson was serviceable while David was uh, while David was out. And um, I'm, hey, I'm one of them that kept a hold of Duke Johnson. And I was actually able to pick him up uh, this evening in another league. <laughs> so that was uh, so that was good. That's solid, man. Uh, Antonio Gibson has been ruled out for this week as well. He's dealing with the turf toe injury, which could see him miss more than just one week. And he was just starting to he was looking light good. it up. Oh, man. I was really sad because I've got Gibson in several leagues, including the ones that I've made the playoffs in. Um, and, yeah, it's just a brutal injury uh, for me, unfortunately. Well, it'd be a brutal injury for a lot of people, right? But uh, J.D. McKissick in those PPR leagues, Alex Smith is looking to him. Get him in your lineups. Peyton Barber might be a uh, flex, low-end flex option for you Absolutely. if you're in deeper leagues. Yep. So um, definitely keep those guys in mind. I know it's a little bit too late uh, for the waivers, but um, if they're still out there, you can do it. Pick them up. As I've Pick seen Peyton up. Barber that cleared waivers in a couple in a couple leagues, or in one league that I'm in, and those yeah. are typically uh, – higher end leagues so and i would say that peyton barber is more of a stash play uh especially for this week when they're facing the 49ers 
I don't see this as a high-scoring game at all. But I think McKissick, he can play in this game. Uh, you saw how many targets did he get last week? Was it like – it was an absurd amount. It was uh, – I think he caught nine. Yeah. Um, I think he caught nine, something like that. So I'm, he had, I'm... No, he had 10 targets, 10 receptions for 70 yards last week. I was close. I was yeah, you were. Because I was just I was looking at I do have McKissick on on a couple leagues in a couple leagues as well. I so mean, one one's a half point PPR, which is a little less exciting. Um, yeah. one's a full point PPR, which is super exciting. Yeah, full but, point PPR, that's 17 points just off of his uh, receiving work. And then oh, yeah. po- point eight from his uh, rushing work. He doesn't <laughs> rush the ball. No Pey- Peyton Barber is Peyton Barber is going to be the guy who is rushing the ball mm-hmm. um there, but uh I, I, I think the I think San Francisco is going to hold a lead this game and I, I really think they're gonna to start to run away with it and uh we're gonna see Wash the Washington football team have to uh throw the ball a little bit more. So that's why that's why I'm on McKissick this week. Yeah, I'm I'm on McKissick this week as well. Uh Kenny Galladay also missing this game with that hip injury that's been Tell us something new about holy hey. crap. Well, I mean, he's been questionable every week. He hasn't been put on IR, which is why we have to mention him every week. Coming into the week, he's always questionable, uh, but it never seems to play now. Oh, it's <laughs> so it, frustrating. Oh, it's been very frustrating for me, especially in our listener league where I've got him. I've wanted to start getting all day for uh, months now, but it's been hard to, and you, you can't really. Uh, obviously, because he's out, but even in the few games they did play, uh, he, he just hasn't had good performances, unfortunately, when he's back in the lineup. And then our final out player for this week. Oh, no, two two more. We've got Denzel Mims and Alexander Madison. Mims is dealing with a uh, family-related issue, but he has left the team and will not be eligible for this game, even if he does make it back for Sunday because of the COVID-19 protocols. Uh, then Alexander Madison... Did he have a surgery or something like that? I, I thought I saw that uh, last week. He had like a minor surgery or something. Yeah, he had an appendectomy, so yeah, he won't so be back. Was... To, yeah, he won't be back this week either. Not like you were really going to play him anyways with uh, Dalvin Cook in the lineup, but yeah, just Dalvin thought it's worth when, mentioning. Of course, when Dalvin Cook is playing, you 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 play Dalvin Cook. You, you, Madison doesn't get a whole lot of work. He might uh, he might break one for a touchdown here and there, which he has done. Yep. Um, but uh, you're, you're probably not playing him anyway. But because of, of that potential that he has, we do mention him. Absolutely. Some doubtful players this week are going to start it off with DJ Moore. Uh, he has contracted COVID-19 and is not expected to be clear the uh, protocol before Sunday's game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, his teammate, also not expected to play in this contest. Uh, it's really unfortunate for fantasy managers who have held on to Christian McCaffrey for but this you know long, what? who have made playoffs for, without for, him. For us fantasy managers who have, have picked up Mike Davis, oh, yeah. we are loving it. Uh, although Mike Davis hasn't been all that great, <laughs> it's still recently. Nice. Yeah, recently. It's still nice to have him there. Um, yeah, three, three hours ago from uh, Rota Baller, um, it's sounding like uh, it's sounding like McCaffrey will not be playing. So I, he's definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if he's ruled out early tomorrow. I, I wouldn't doubt it either. Uh, Kyle Rudolph also doubtful. Uh, now bringing his up name up because he did have 
a couple decent fantasy performances while Irv Smith was out of the lineup, but he's likely not to play. And speaking of Irv Smith, he is also questionable going into this game for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and what I've heard with uh, Irv Smith is that he is more likely. He's he's definitely on the more likely side of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Rudolph had that great game when – with uh, Thielen and Irv Smith were both out. It was really just that one game against uh, Carolina, and he didn't do much until the second half. He finished with, uh, uh, I think it was seven receptions in that game. So, Yeah, that's fair. Uh, some questionable players. We got DeAndre Hopkins, Matt Stafford, Zeke Elliott, DeAndre Swift, Swift Brandon Cooks, Kiki QT, and Kenyon Drake. They're all uh, expected to start in their games. Uh, Josh Jacobs, though, is going to be game time decision i'm I, it's tough with jacobs because this is a pretty decent matchup uh for the the las vegas raiders but i don't know it, it's it, it's a decent matchup because of how the colts have played recently uh on the season actually the colts are doing well against uh running backs and not giving up a whole lot of points but i believe it was in the last four weeks that they're actually the third worst uh fancy giving up the third most uh fancy points to the running back position yeah, you know what you're, you're playing josh jacobs if he plays um, yeah you 100%. are for sure yeah but i'm i'm worried about De- Devonte booker getting involved uh in this game even if jacobs is active which is oh, of course my concern for uh, for jacobs so keep an eye on that one. You're going to be playing him if he's in, but uh, I, I don't know if you should expect a whole lot from him, even in a solid matchup. Uh, T. Higgins also more of a game time decision facing the Cowboys this week. He's got Brandon Allen thro- throwing him the ball, and I mean it's it's whichever Bengals receiver gets the touchdown that has a decent fantasy week. Last week it was Boyd. Two weeks yeah, ago, was it was a, bit of a broken play there. Uh, Boyd. Yeah, exactly. It was one reception for 72 yards and a touchdown. Like, this is not a sticky stat or sticky, yeah, sticky catch, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones also questionable for his matchup. Uh, Colt McCoy actually did pretty decent for the Giants last week. Uh, he got the job the, done. Yeah, he did. Giants uh, upsetting the Seahawks, which was the only leg of your parlay, actually, that you had bet on for our uh, <clears throat> our uh, our fake betting or whatever thing that uh, that you missed on. All of your other uh, games hit. He had a... He had a large parlay. He had five or 16 parlay with Miami, Minnesota, Las Vegas, Seattle, Green Bay, and Kansas City, all money line just to win. And Seattle was the one that uh, ruined it for you. Yep. <laughs> sorry to sorry to put some salt in the wound there, but uh, just wanted You're to bring sorry. it up. Don't, don't lie to me. I, I'm a little sorry. Not super sorry because, you know, I just want – I had to rub it in a little bit that uh, that I'm beating you because you're the you're the gambler on uh, our show, right? So yeah, anyway. I'm the true degenerate here. Yeah, but I am getting it. I'm I'm getting into some actual betting this week. Uh, I've been this playing is where it goes all downhill. Yeah, exactly. This is where I I start to lose on all of my bets, even though they're probably the same ones I would make on our uh, our fake betting thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try test my luck this week, make a couple bets, see if I can 
make some money. I'm just starting off small, obviously, but who knows? Maybe hey, I'll, okay. I'll get to your level eventually. A unit's a unit. A unit's a unit, exactly. Jameson Crowder is also questionable uh, coming his into his game for the Jets. Uh, he missed practice on Friday, so it's not looking good for him suiting up. I believe he had a was it a hamstring injury at practice this week, something along those lines. Uh, Frank Gore also questionable. He's dealing with a concussion uh, that he suffered early in the game last week against the Raiders. And we had already mentioned Irv Smith Jr. also questionable. Yeah, so you know would- what? Tyler Johnson or Ty Johnson, I guess he was he was uh, quite uh, he was quite the waiver wire ad this week. Uh, one of the top uh, waiver waiver wire targets after yeah, he was 104 yards on 22 rushes. And honestly, I. would I'd like to see him get the start this week over Gore, even if Gore is active. Uh, I, I, I want to, I want the jets to actually see what they've got in some of their young talent rather than playing to lose every week. Like they're seemingly doing, um, I don't know. Playing a cover zero, cover zero man. Um, the last play of the game where they know they needed to prevent a touchdown. Yeah. So Adam Gates probably whispered in Greg Williams ear like, Hey, we need to lose this game. I need Trevor Lawrence. Otherwise I'm getting fired. So you're getting fired this time, <laughs> this week instead. Um, yeah. I'm, I don't know what the heck that play call was, but it wasn't good. <laughs> wasn't good at all. Hey, hey it's, it got done what they wanted to get done. And Absolutely. it helped out my parlay up to that point. Yep, it sure did. <laughs> yeah, that was a sad one. Yeah, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't mad because I had the uh, the Jets covering anyways with the win uh, in my parlay of that uh, game. But all I uh, all I came away with was uh, what was it thirteen fifty on that bet with our yeah 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 yeah. I was just, uh, so I'll just keep I, I referring we'll, to it throughout the episode and uh, rub it in a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, you know, car, karma is a thing in betting. It is true. It is true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's some news and notes, along with some uh, out uh, questionable, doubtful players uh, for week fourteen. Um, before we get into our starts and sits, uh, let's just let's just talk a little bit about our season long leagues and how we're doing in our respective leagues. There, Matt, I've. Uh, I managed to make the playoffs in five of my six solo leagues. Uh, the seventh league being the one that uh, the fantasy DJs are in together for the yeah. Greg Warrior Bowl. We were one of the top scoring teams in the league, but injuries plagued us all season long. Mm-hmm. It's, so, they sure did. That was that was a rough one for us. Some of our players did not turn out uh, like we'd wanted to, and the injuries piled up on us in the end. Uh, up until, I believe it was week... 12 we were still i think the third highest scoring in that league and then week 12 hit and we had such a bad week holy crap oh yeah week 12 we scored 48 points yes 48 points and 208 to 45 yeah we lost against the top scoring team in the league and we were the bottom scoring team in the league but i was taking a look and like the max points we would we could have gotten if we had put our best lineup in was about 60 points like all of our players just absolutely shit the bed oh, it wasn't <laughs> they did, it wasn't good they didn't want to play that week yeah so how, how are you doing in the other in your in your leagues matt uh, i did not do as well this year i found it 
I, I, I mean, I, I had some life events going on this year and, uh, obviously like being back. No, no, no. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to make excuses, but I, I found that this, it. okay, fine. I'm two, two out of six in my solo leagues, Yikes. uh, for the, for the playoffs. One of them, I knew early on that I wasn't making playoffs. I was playing. I, my, I had a good team. Uh, I was, I think I was fifth highest in scoring after the first, six or seven weeks in the Napanee league, uh, but just kept losing close matchups. And in that league, I'm actually, I actually got the highest points against. Uh, so it just doesn't help out when that happens. And that's a keeper league. So I decided rather than trying to sneak my way into playoffs that I'd try and uh, sell some of my players and get some good picks for next year. And I did, I, I think I've got two firsts, three seconds, two thirds in that league. Uh, and it's only a two keeper league. So those are pretty high value picks in yeah. my mind. Excellent. Yeah. So I, I was able to find value within my play players. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Two first, three seconds, just single third, three fourths, two sixths, two sevenths and yeah, eight. And my lowest pick is a 13th rounder, which isn't too bad. <laughs> I mean, it sucks to be a sellout, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't like playing, <laughs> like not playing after like, or giving up basically after seven, eight weeks in season. But uh, in this league, people load up on their teams and it just makes it, unless you are willing to sell out your team uh, or sell out your picks, sorry, to give a better, get a better team. It's just not uh, worth it in the end. I don't think. You know, this, this season has been wild. Um, in three of the five leagues that I made the playoffs, I, I actually made playoffs with a under 500 team. Yeah. Um, all, and all three of those are six and seven teams or six and seven records. And um, in, I don't have terrible teams. It's just, it, it's, it's something everyone's experienced uh, yeah. all year, uh, especially with COVID and the games being switched around. You're not sure who's going to be playing. And then, uh, of course, you got players who are at the last minute saying, "Oh, yeah, uh, they're on the COVID list." So, yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's yeah. Saturday night, but uh, you got to fix something. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's been a tough year, but uh, we made it work over here. Yeah, absolutely. And in two of my leagues, I was actually the first one eliminated from the uh, the playoffs, or like the the first one not to get in kind of things, the seventh place and the, the ninth place in those leagues. Uh, and then the not analyst analyst league, that one was one of the tightest leagues that I've played in. The first place team is at eight and five and the, well, the seventh place team, which is me is at seven and six. So it was very tight throughout that entire league. I was sad that I missed out just cause I didn't, uh, quite as many points as uh, some of the other seven and six teams, unfortunately. And yeah, it was just uh, disappointing for me this year um, to say the least, but I still have a good shot in both our dynasty league and hopefully the fantasy DJs league listener league uh, to win those ones. I'm looking forward to my dynasty team the most out of uh, what's left, but I've also been hit hard with injuries in, uh, in that league too. I put out a poll on Twitter actually earlier today, and I had asked Miles about this whether I should start Tyler Boyd or T.Y. Hilton in my final uh, flex spot. 
And Miles my, said I should start Boyd, and I was I like Boyd. more towards Hilton. And Twitter has agreed with me. Actually, there's seventy percent on Hilton over Boyd uh, in this matchup. Now Boyd's facing the Cowboys, and Hilton is facing the Raiders, and both of them I'm have good matches. On What's that? Willing to what? I, said, I am willing to put my money where my mouth is on that one, though. <laughs> like I, I will say if you want, if you want to make a bet or something here, oh, I'm I not. Uh, that's why I'm asking. I'm not sure. That's why I'm not. Uh, I'm not wanting to bet. I, 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 I believe either you know of them could have a good game. You know, I, I, I think you should be going with the with the fancy degens thing, and uh, I, I, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, of a of a of a fantasy analyst asking other fantasy analysts. No, I I didn't but... I didn't say it to actually get who I was going to start. I just wanted to know what yeah. everyone thought. Yeah. More or less, I'm still going to play who I want to play. I might play Hilton. I was leading Hilton before, and then, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. You you got me on the Boyd train as well. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it a little bit more before making my final decision but someone's got to catch the ball in cincinnati come on absolutely absolutely so let's get into our starts and sits this week then matt yeah go for it you want to start it off uh, you go ahead you start us off the quarterback there okay fine uh my top quarterback start this week is going to be ryan Tannehill. now Tannehill has had some tough matchups recently but this matchup against the jacksonville jaguars is not one of them uh, he's he's actually performed pretty well in some of his tough matchups as well. I uh, put up some good numbers against Baltimore a couple weeks ago. Uh, also last week, who, who did the Titans face? Oh, they played, faced the Browns. They were coming back basically that entire game, and Tannehill was throwing the ball quite a bit. Yeah, that so, was wild. That, that was crazy. The Browns are legit. I, I wasn't giving it to them quite yet, but now that they've beaten Tennessee and they were pretty dominant over them, uh, up until garbage time, uh, I I really like uh, the Browns going forward, and it sucks because they're in the same division as the Ravens. But I I mean they they're a legit playoff contender. You know, I don't I don't think that they miss playoffs. No, I, no, I, no, I, no. I see, they're I see what, nine and three. They're nine and three. <laughs> It's going to be pretty hard to miss playoffs at nine and three, but I mean, if anyone could do it, it'd it'd be the Browns, right? (laughs) That is true. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, Tannehill uh, starting against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, Uh, the Jaguars are giving up the, what is it? Sixth most seventh most in the last four weeks to the quarterback position and fourth most on the season. Nothing really to talk about here. He's in a good matchup and, He's, a good, he's been playing well recently. Another one for me is going to be Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben had a tough week last week when he faced the uh, Washington football team. And Steelers actually lost their first game of the season last week when they faced the Washington football team. But this week they're facing the Buffalo Bills, who are giving up the fifth most uh, fantasy points to the quarterback position over the last four weeks and the sixth most on the season. So this is... A pretty easy start for me. I think this game is going to be fairly high scoring. We got uh, Buffalo playing well right now. Josh Allen lighting up the field uh, and throwing like a madman and also rushing quite a bit too. So I think 
Bills have a good game. I think Steelers have a good game. I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game uh, between these two clubs. And my final uh, start this week is going to be Justin Herbert. After a dismal performance against the Patriots last week, uh, Justin Herbert is going to be looking to bounce back against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons defense has been playing pretty good uh, as of late, but they're still kind of middle of the pack over the last four weeks uh, for giving up points to the quarterback position. Now they've righted the ship in in a sense uh, overall as a defense, but when they are giving up points, it is to the wide receivers and the quarterbacks uh, fantasy points that is. Uh, so I'm not expecting as much from Eckler this week, he, although he is a pass-catching running back and he's probably going to see his fair share of targets, but more on the ground, he's probably going to be limited in that role. But Herbert's going to be tossing the ball to Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Hunter Henry. I think this is a get-right week uh, or get-back uh, to what he was before week for Justin Herbert facing the Falcons. Okay. Well, I've got a couple here. Um, I'll start off with my bottom of the barrel uh, pick here for DFS. Valued on DraftKings is only 5,600. Mitch Trubisky. Now, yeah. he's... Uh, <laughs> exactly. I mean, he uh, he's only two weeks removed from a three-touchdown performance, performance at Green Bay, and uh, Houston's D isn't any better than Green Bay's D. Uh, I could see this being a high-scoring game. I want to get in on Trubisky. And that very sexy salary of fifty six hundred on DraftKings. Yeah, that's not um, bad. My other start is. <laughs> Would Taysom you say Hill. he is a DFS value play he slash is a dart DFS, throw? He is not a dart throw. He is a DFS value play. Maybe you should have saved it for that section then. Oh, I, you got to start him <laughs> if you have him in the season long too, though. That's, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> now, Taysom Hill is my other start at the quarterback position. He threw okay. two. Okay. He threw for two touchdowns. His first two career touchdowns, first two career touchdowns at 232 yards last week, while also putting oh, together 83 <laughs> rushing yards. Taysom Hill has scored in his last three weeks, uh, most recent to starting with most recent 24, 18, and 25 points. Those are all excellent and still for only $6,600 on DraftKings. Yeah. He's, certainly, uh, he's certainly a solid pick uh, going up. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> going up against the Eagles this week. Oh, good. Um, so those are your two quarterback starts. Let's get into the running back starts now. You start us off this time. Judas. Okay, let me just double check your running backs here, make sure we don't uh, have this. I, I did change one, actually, before uh, I, I sent you that one. I'm, I took Chris Carson off there. I had misread a stat and uh, thought uh, the – Jets D was actually the Seahawks D who uh, the Seahawks D has actually given up, uh, I believe the fourth or fifth most. Yeah. The fifth most points to the running back over the last five weeks. And I had, uh, I thought that that was the Jets, not the, not the Seahawks. So I I took Chris Carson off of my list. Well, I'm going to add to your list, Miles Gaskin. Now Miles Gaskin was quote unquote eased back in. Yeah. <laughs> to work last week with 23 <laughs> touches and 141 yards. And now he's going up against Kansas city where I, uh, they, geez, they rank in the bottom, uh, bottom 12 teams in, in the league against running backs. 
And we're going to see Miami throwing the ball. I think Miles Gaston's going to get in on get in on the uh, uh, receiving game as well. So they're actually thirteenth on the season. Oh, mg, I was off by one. I'm sorry. Top twelve. It's not top twelve miles. It's top thirteen. Figure it out. Don't don't throw these stats out here with uh, bottom. bottom Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What is that's what it meant. We're both we're both doing okay this episode. Well, hey, I have an excuse. I'm drugged up. So. I can't be drugged up on liquor or what? <laughs> well, I guess you I could just, be. It's not liquor, just, it's just beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just accidentally took nighttime cold medication instead of daytime and I'm more groggy. So <laughs> just a little bit, eh? <laughs> for whatever reason, for the ones I took, they make the nighttime ones uh yellow and the daytime ones blue. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw yellow, I'm like, oh yellow, sun, daytime, right? <laughs> that's how your brain works i mean that's how that's it's not not how it usually is i i don't know i've never seen yellow nighttime pills i don't know i i just would have looked at the box before i took them but i guess you (laughs) don't keep your boxes in your house (laughs) (laughs) i mean i do i just didn't look that's i guess that's my fault anyway who are your running back starts my top start is going to be david montgomery this week after going off david uh, D. David Montgomery uh, has had a really good perform had a really good performance last week facing the Detroit Lions, and this week he's facing the Houston Texans. The Texans are giving up the second most fantasy points to the running back over the last four weeks, and on the season, I believe they are yeah they're they're also second uh, mo- they're also giving up the second most on the season uh, to the running back position, and with the amount of targets that uh, Montgomery has gotten since uh, Tariq Cohen left. And I mean, the volume that he's getting is just insane. How many touches per game is he getting? He's probably, he's got to be getting over 20, I, I would think. Uh, but um, he, uh, Montgomery last week had uh, 21 touches, 21 touches. Yeah. 17 so, carries and four receptions. Yeah. So if you have that as, almost like a baseline, I think, for Montgomery. Uh, I would totally start him this week in another plus matchup. Another uh, another running back I'm going to start. I almost said another matchup I'm going to start. Figure it out, Matt. Uh, is going to be uh, Mike Davis facing the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Broncos have had a pretty decent defense uh against the uh the run just trying to find them here in my yeah no especially and especially with McCaffrey out right um (laughs) we're suspecting he's going to be out more than likely um yeah yeah, Mike Mike Davis he's someone that uh hopefully if you're a McCaffrey owner you Mm -hmm. you held on to Davis because there were a lot of McCaffrey owners who uh dropped uh who dropped Davis once uh, McCaffrey came back that first time so yeah, Denver's uh, given up the eighth most fantasy points to the running back position over the last four weeks, uh, and Mike Davis has been the the go to guy f- in the running game uh, for the Carolina Panthers. So I expect him to see quite a bit of volume in this matchup, uh, considering how well uh, Denver's passing defense has been as of late. Now that they're a bit more healthy, 
Then my final uh, running back start, we mentioned him earlier, J.D. McKissick. I expect uh, Washington to be down in this game, and even though it's not a, a favorable matchup on paper facing the Niners' defense, who's been stout against the run, uh, JD, I'm, I'm expecting J.D. McKissick to make his money in the passing game. I, I see him probably getting close to double-digit targets, if not double-digit targets in this game. Uh, Washington is probably going to be down, and he's gonna if he's getting the volume in PPR leagues, he's going to be a must-start for me, I think. Um, in, in standard leagues, if you still play in standard leagues, I don't know anyone who really plays, plays in standard leagues anymore. Uh, but I, I would be cautious of McKissick, but in PPR uh, full PPR must start half PPR. Yeah. Probably a flexible option. Seem fair to you. Yeah, sure. Cool. does. Cool. I, I guess that uh, brings us to uh, the wide receiver position. Yes. Um, and Oh, 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 you, you started us off. Okay. 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 You seemed ready to go. So <laughs> I like uh, Kiki. Do you love me? Kiki Guti. Had a uh, great week last week. Um, actually ended up being the number one receiver for the Texans uh, with uh, Will, Will Fuller going down. Um, we're not going down. Sorry, going down with the peds. <laughs> <laughs> going down with PEDs. Going down with performance of the heads and drugs. Will Fuller obviously served the first of six game uh, suspension last week. And uh, Kiki Kuti stepped up to the plate. Uh, is it Kuti or Kuti? I hear both. I, I believe it's Kuti. But, okay. Uh... We'll, we'll ask him next time I'm on the phone with him. I'll ask him. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So you guys uh, chat often. Oh yeah. Every uh, every other decade or so. Oh okay. Um, cool. When I force my way into his DMs and he answers. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he says, leave uh, me alone. I don't care about your fantasy team. <laughs> no, it's just it's it's a it's a every it's a ten year restraining order. So every ten oh, years, yeah, yeah, we have to renew it. And oh, I, I didn't know that. So <laughs> I'm surprised you knew him 10 years ago. Oh yeah. We were best. We were best pals back in, uh, back in high school, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, anyway, anyway, Kiki QT, um, he, uh, he, he is, uh, he's got the questionable designation going into this week, but he was a full participant in practice both Thursday and uh, Friday. Um, totally expecting him to play. Brandon cooks also questionable going in. So cooks is dealing with an, uh, like a foot neck injury, foot and neck injury, not, not the, they are obviously unrelated. <laughs> Every time he uh, runs, he's like, oh, my neck. Ah, yeah. <laughs> dang. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think we're going to have QT. And this, and what I'm saying is going to be a high-scoring game. We're going to have QT go off uh, go off against uh, these uh, Bears in Chicago, where hopefully uh, weather isn't an issue. I know they're getting hit with a bunch of snow and rain and sleet uh, t- tonight and uh, into tomorrow, but should be okay because uh, actually we're getting that same stuff starting uh, uh, later on tonight or early tomorrow morning. So True. yeah, just looking yeah. at the weather here for that game, it is supposed to be uh, 31 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly cloudy uh, in that it's game. Be a cold one. Maybe a chilly one for yeah, sure. Low freezing for sure. I'm also really liking Corey Davis. Uh, he's been great. He's been great this season and has uh, proven to be the number one receiver in Tennessee. Um, he fantasy wise, yes. Yeah, fantasy wise, yes. <laughs> now. I guess it's finally Corey Davis time after all of these years. But, See, I, uh, I like AJ Brown this week still. Okay. Um, I, I've, I've got him. He is that bigger body. He is that bigger body receiver, but uh, you, you can't, don't forget what Corey Davis has done in the last few weeks. No, right? no, no. They've got two really good receivers in uh, Tennessee right now. I, I think they're both wide receiver ones. Uh, yeah. 
I don't, I, I wouldn't put either of them as like a wide receiver two on a, on a different team because of how well they've played this season. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so what was it? He had, um, last time he played Jacksonville, he had, uh, it was, I guess, back in week two is when they played. And I'm just looking for it here quickly. And I'm filling my time. Three catches for 36 yards and a touchdown on five <laughs> targets. Yeah, that's not bad. Pretty pretty solid uh, output from Davis in that matchup. He is a little bit more pricey on DraftKings now than he was then. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, just a little bit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, no one, he, I don't think any of us expected this season from Corey Davis. No, definitely not. We expected uh, this in his rookie season. Yeah. I, <laughs> a lot of people did. And yeah. if, you, if you held on to him in a dynasty league, like kudos <laughs> to you. All these years. <laughs> yeah, this is what, his fifth season or something like that? Oh, fourth or fifth? I, I, I think I thought it was sixth, but um, we'll, it could yeah, be. We'll call it five just to just to be in the middle there. <laughs> I think All I right. think it's Who, his fifth because I think he was drafted the year after uh, Devontae Parker was. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, he was the next Devontae Parker. Yeah. That's funny. Or may, he might um, have been the same year as Parker, actually. So you, you <laughs> so might you, be right on that. You one. go you go ahead with your uh, you go ahead with your receivers. I'm going to find out his. Uh, how long he's been in the league okay sounds good uh jarvis landry is going to be my uh wide receiver tops right wide receiver start this week the ravens have been pretty good against the uh the pass game but where they are giving up points is to the slot receivers uh fantasy points that is and jarvis landry is one of the best slot receivers in the league so i think this is going to be a great matchup for him and that you can definitely play him against this ravens d i, I just remember trading away joshua kelly for jarvis landry in a league that was a great trade that was that was a great trade did you Doesn't make playoffs matter. in that league oh hell no no neither did i so well i i i was um geez i had the number two overall pick in that league that was the last draft we did and it was the first one that i finally had a high draft pick yeah and uh, i took saquon and i lost him early obviously and an injuries just killed me i i finished it's a super flex league and i finished with my only quarterback being uh roethlisberger no i i went rough. through five quarterbacks in the league yeah I I also had a tough time in that league, and injuries got to me. It was more like the weekly injuries, and then when the, when they come back, they just wouldn't put up good fantasy numbers. And I, I felt oh, like I, I had a pretty good team in that season. <laughs> yeah, you lost guys for the season. You knew I, that I, you were out. Yeah, I knew I was out. But like sometimes it, it's tricky though. Even when you have like guys who are questionable and or who are getting often injured, because uh, their performances suffer, you'll you'll play them because they're your best option at the position, but they just won't produce for you. Well, and you know what? This, this, was a, this is a 14-team Superflex League, and pickings are slim. We have a small bench. Also yeah. didn't realize that our benches were expanded in the middle of the season because of COVID, which yeah, well, realize really, really a couple, crappy. A couple weeks later. <laughs> uh, well, the, uh, the league manager there we'll put them on the uh there's a discussion board or whatever but this is a yahoo league you don't get notifications on that discussion board for the yahoo league so uh, i i don't check that often and most of my leagues are on sleeper so i'm not checking actually that league that often i have uh, since turned on email notifications for the yahoo discussion board yeah no kidding eh? yeah uh answer to the Corey davis question Yep. Corey Davis is uh, drafted uh, number five overall in 2017. That was in 2017? Yeah, that's the wow. Trubisky draft, the Ford at um, Mahomes, Mahomes draft. I didn't know it was that recent. I thought he was more like 2015. But... Oh, so did I. Okay. So, yeah, this is fourth season then. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. 
Getting on to my next wide receiver start, it's going to be Mike Williams for the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I talked about Herbert earlier having a pretty decent game, or probably having a decent game against the Atlanta Falcons, and I don't think he gets that done unless he's passing to Mike Williams. Uh, on deep balls this season, uh, Mike Williams is tops on the team, and Atlanta had this stat earlier. There's this tweet from uh, Ian Hardis. I think they were... Uh, I want to say bottom five in the league for giving up uh, 20 plus yard plays uh, to wide receivers, but I don't have it up. So I'm not That's going okay. to not say that. Not going to take up too much sure. time. Not going to take up too much time on that. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, let, exactly. me, let me ramble. Anyways, uh... <laughs> uh, Mike Williams, good start this week. And my final good start this week is going to be CD Lamb. Compact uh, disc. Yeah, compact disc Lamb. Uh, or should should we uh, start calling them like vinyl? Should we let's let's go uh, newer? Should we go newer or older for his uh, first name? Let's just call him Spotify. Spotify Lamb. <laughs> yeah, who uses CDs anymore? <laughs> uh, this is fresh uh, Spotify Lamb. Next season, we'll probably go back a step. What well, was more recent than that? Uh, MP3 Lamb. Uh, yeah. Then then we'll go to CD, and then uh, we go to Pandora. Pandora Lamb. Pandora lamb, a track, a track lamb, a track lamb, final lamb. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, CD Lamb's got a good matchup against the Bengals this season. Uh, they're giving up quite a few points to the slot receiver, which uh, CD Lamb has been playing in for uh, most of the season. And I think that you can definitely start him in this game. And uh, All right. that's, that's going to do it for my wide receiver starts. That does week. it for your receivers. Who, who do you got at the tight end position? Top tight end start for me is going to be Mark Andrews. Now, I know some of you are going to be saying, like, well, if you've got Mark Andrews, you're going to start him, right? However, he's only had, I think, three weeks uh, this season within the top five tight ends. I was just going to say, Mark Andrews owners would actually be like, maybe I shouldn't start him. It's only no. the non-Mark Andrews owners who are like, oh, obviously start Andrews. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but the Cleveland Browns over the last four weeks and on the season, are well, they're giving up the second most points to the tight end position on the season, third most over the last four weeks. And Andrews is back. Uh, he's off the COVID-19 list. And Lamar Jackson showed last week that he can – throw the ball a little bit so hopefully uh it's andrews I, i'm projecting it's andrews this week because uh last week without andrews uh you saw luke wilson get some uh targets against the uh the cowboys on the tuesday night game I, I said last week and i'm like wait a minute did they play this week already yes they did they played on tuesday but it's so recent that it's like oh it's still last week it was just a, yeah, it was it's just still last days, week days ago but it was last week yeah it's crazy um, but yeah, you can definitely start Mark Andrews in this matchup against Cleveland. Uh, another tight end start for me is going to be Mike Gesicki. Now, last week we actually saw Tua throw the ball and throw the ball well. It's it took him a couple games to get his footing in, uh, his feet wet for the uh, NFL. Uh, but Mike Gesicki played pretty well last week uh, for the Miami Dolphins, and. Uh, he, he was targeted quite a bit by uh, Tua. He saw 11 targets in last week's game, got nine of those uh, targets for 88 yards and a score. 
So Tua is showing that he can actually provide fantasy value for both himself and his receiving options. And I think this week facing the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they're probably going to be down in the game. And Kansas City is giving up the second most points to the tight end position over the last four weeks, which is surprising because their uh, their passing defense has been pretty good on the season. But uh turns out you can beat them at the tight end position yeah they're making opposing tight ends look like their own tight end travis kelsey exactly who is um, still would be the number two wide receiver on the season if he was a wide receiver crazy it's basically if you drafted travis kelsey you're very happy with the tight end position and if you didn't you've been playing the guessing game week in and week out oh yes uh, there's not been much solid tight end production anywhere across the board other than from Kelsey. So it's been who's a your last, season. Who's your last tight end, Matt? My last tight end is Eric Ebron. We saw him get targeted quite a bit the last game, uh, again, for the Steelers. And in this game uh, against the – who did I say that they were playing earlier? The Buffalo Bills. Yeah, this is going to be a shootout game, uh, I think. And I – think that Ebron ends up getting a few targets, probably puts up tight end one numbers because it's not hard to do this season. <laughs> but uh, I yeah. think Ebron has been uh, the tight end that you've started the most on our segments of. Uh, of yeah, and it uh, hasn't always worked out for me. No, I won't I, lie. <laughs> I think it only worked once. Uh, yeah, once or twice. Okay, out of like six times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, okay. I haven't started him that many times. It's been, it's, I, I'd say, I think five. it's been more recently. I, I, I want to say confidently four, but I think five. I, I was going to say four. So confidently, I'm saying four, but I want to say there's maybe one at near the beginning of the year that you would have put with Ebron for. That's fair. That's fair. Because Ebronix, you know, you got to start him, right? Week one or two, you probably said him. I can't remember that far back. Oh, I don't think I don't think I started him at all during like the first five weeks or so. <laughs> and he didn't have a good I mean he had one good fantasy performance in that time. Uh but he's had back to back weeks with eleven targets and seven receptions actually. So I mean if he's seeing that type of volume uh in this game against the Bills, I expect him to see it even more. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, the same. You know what? <laughs> Uh, we're we're going to see uh, Deontay Johnson. He, I, I believe he's going to be shadowed by Tredavious White. Um, yeah, probably. In that game. So uh, that's take. I mean, make the way for Chase Claypool, who we didn't mention, but uh, Chase Claypool could see a big game. And then uh, obviously Ebron as well. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see what they do with Connor, uh, easing him back in. Um, I think he could have an impactful game. Um, I've really, as a James Connor owner, I really do want to see him get back into it. Yeah, so would I actually. So um, um, not not as a James Conner owner, but just as a uh, fan of fantasy players doing well. <laughs> there you go. I've got um, I've, I've got a pair of tight ends who are going head to head this week. Actually, oh yeah, uh, one of them in a uh, revenge game narrative, and then the other being Logan Thomas. So Logan Thomas had a huge game last week, catching nine receptions for ninety eight yards and a touchdown, and that was all nine of his targets putting up 24.8 uh, PPR points. But don't um, worry. I had him as a sit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. And um, maybe recency bias is playing a toll on me here. Um, but you're, you're going to game against San Francisco where you're going to need to use your tight end. Uh, San Francisco's secondary has looked better uh, in the last couple weeks since, you know, they've been healthy. 
And <laughs> I, I can see the big body Logan Thomas getting some dump, getting some short dump offs even uh, from Alex Smith along with uh, JD McKissick. I think they're going to get a, the bulk of the workload um, there. So um, yeah, in the last uh, in the last two weeks, um, Logan Thomas has had 13 receptions for 118 yards. So you, you can't really go wrong with that um, there, along with two touchdowns rather and 100% catch rate on his targets. So if it's being thrown near him, he'll catch it. That's and fair. only 3300 on DraftKings. So uh, that's like almost minimum price still for someone who just put up a huge performance against arguably the best defense in the league this year. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I actually, and spoiler alert, I have Logan Thomas as a sit just because of the matchup against the 49ers and uh, them not giving up a whole lot of points to the position over the last four weeks or on the season. Uh but I mean, he's, he's been playing well recently and I don't doubt, or I don't, I don't condemn anyone for uh, starting him this week after last week's performance against another tough defense. So. And 3,300 on DraftKings. How do you, how do you stay away from that? If you want to pay up for, you want to pay up for some of those top price guys, you need to save somewhere, right? Well, I've got a couple uh, DFS dart throws actually. Okay. Well, that, we'll, we'll get, uh, we'll get that, to that, I guess. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Um, so my, my other tight end here is uh, revenge game, Jordan Reed of the San Francisco 49ers going, uh, going to, well, I guess they're, they're playing in Arizona, hosting the Washington football team. So Jordan Reed last week, three for 32 and a touchdown uh, against the uh, Bills. And um, it's, I have, to, I have to say Jordan Reed, and just almost solely because of the revenge game here. Fair. Fair, fair. Um, oh, and Ebron had a decent game against uh, against them last week. So, yeah, that's uh, those are some good uh, good, good picks, buddy. Uh, I I like the Jordan. I don't Reed. need your validation. Stop it. Okay, fine. I, I liked. I was gonna say I like Jordan Reed more than uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, the, it is a tough matchup for both of them, but I I like the revenge game narrative for uh, Jordan Reed, and I think that. Uh, with the lack of receiving options in San Francisco, you might. Uh, well, I guess there's lack of receiving options in both teams, but. Ayuk, uh, uh, um, Debo. Um, name me one more. Mostert. <laughs> yeah, other than a running back. <laughs> Rostowelli. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Debo counts as two. He's that good. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our sits. Uh, at quarterback, my top sit this week is going to be Jalen Hurts. Now, I know he got named as the starter. Everyone's all excited to see Jalen Hurts uh, do well in this game. However, the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are facing the New Orleans Saints. Talk about uh, throwing uh, a quarterback right into the fire, right? <laughs> there's, there's no tougher defense uh, recently than the Saints, honestly. I, and I'd say them over even the Steelers uh, over the last handful of weeks. Actually, since Saints came out of their bye, they've just been on fire with that defense has been. Uh, and I, I don't think that uh, Hertz is going to be the one uh, to break that trend. So I, I think he'll probably get some rushing yards in this game. Probably passing for under two hundred. I, I, I think. think he can catch uh, Rieger on a uh, on a long ball. 
maybe, but he, New Orleans has been good at defending the long ball this season. So they've, they've been good everywhere, uh, especially since they're by. So I'm not, uh, I'm not confident on Hertz getting that job done. So I will not be sitting them in any super flex leagues. You shouldn't be sitting them in any regular leagues or you shouldn't be starting them in any regular leagues. Anyways, I think there's absolutely have to, I, uh, yeah, unless like your entire league picks up two quarterback, two or three quarterbacks on their teams. So, um, yeah, don't start them. Teddy Bridgewater, another sit for me this week. The, the Broncos not been giving up a ton of points to the, um, quarterback position lately actually they're they're middle of the the pack on the season uh but they've given up the seventh least over the last four weeks on an average of 13.6 points the quarterback position uh teddy's going to be without his top receiver dj moore as well this week so you're going to see robbie anderson and curtis samuel getting the bulk of that work Still think Mike Davis is a good play because of the Broncos run defense not being as good as their pass defense. So uh, you'll get a couple dump offs to Davis that'll help Teddy's game, but not expecting a huge performance from him this week. Then my final sit's going to be Alex Smith facing the 49ers. 49ers are ninth best uh, defense over the last four weeks in terms of giving up points to the quarterback position. And on the season, they're middle of the pack, but they've been getting a lot better since uh, Richard Sherman's been back for them. So you mean since their entire secondary? Oh yeah, I guess their back? entire secondary. But <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I have, I don't follow them quite as closely as you, but I know that Sherman's been out for a while, and uh, I thought that some of their other cornerbacks and safeties were back earlier, but I guess not. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be starting Alex Smith in this game either. Lots of other streamable quarterbacks out there that uh, are better than these three. What are you thinking? Uh, well, uh, I'll I'll give my sit. And now he's um, he's a quarterback. He wears purple. Oh yeah, his, uh, on his uh, game days, uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, now don't be fooled by his last uh, few outings where he's put up over twenty points in each of them. In his mm-hmm. in his five games um, on the road this year. He's averaged 12 fantasy points. He's going on the road against a fresh Tampa Bay Buccaneers team uh, coming off of their bye. Um, and the Bucs uh, are, are still good against quarterbacks. They still do have a good defense. Let's not forget that. Okay. I actually almost had Cousins as a start, one of my starts this week. And let okay. me just bring, the, bring this up for you. Okay. Uh, over the last four weeks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have given up the third most uh, the third or the last four games, the third most uh, points to the quarterback position uh, over that time span, on an average of twenty four point six points. Now they have faced some pretty good teams over that uh, that time frame, including the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they faced who else? New Orleans. New Orleans. But uh, was that a Taysom Hill week or was that a Drew Brees that was week? Was a Drew Brees week? They faced Teddy Bridgewater. And they faced, uh, oh, that was the wrong week there. They already talked about the Saints and so, the LA Rams. Yeah, and I, I, I get where you're coming from there. And, and like you say, it was in their last four weeks. They had a late bye. They yeah, just had their true. bye last week, which is why you, you, they are still a good defense. Okay. And I think they were dealing with, uh, you know, just, just, you know, they were tired. 
Uh-huh. That, that's what I'm seeing. And and you know what? Kirk Cousins on the road is is not good. He never has been good on the road. And the tw- tw- averaging only 12 fantasy points. And that includes a 21-point effort. In, or, uh, uh, yeah, a 21-point effort. Um, no, sorry. Well, where was that? I thought I saw something where he had 21 points. Maybe not. Anyway, that includes <laughs> a 18-point effort against Chicago uh, in Week 10. I thought it was 21, but it was 18. Gotcha. So, um. Just want to interrupt for a sec. Oh, oh, that's a, I like that interruption. Grab a grab a crispy boy on a Friday night here. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, that, that, that's why I'm off of uh, I'm off of Kirky. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I I wouldn't be sitting him personally, but uh, you oh, I, I guess he's let, let's call him more of a uh, more of a bust. He's got more bust potential than. And more than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what is it? Last, I think, last four or five weeks, he's had uh, all but one of his games as a top five fantasy quarterback. Something uh, like that. So, something like that. But yeah. well, is I mean, last he was twenty one points last week, twenty six the week before that, and twenty three before that. Not bad, eh? Is that good? No, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Fair, fair. So he's thrown let's... three touchdowns in each of those games. That, that also checks out. Uh, and another stat I wanted to point out over the last their last four games, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have given up the most points to the wide receiver position. Uh, at, again, at again, averaging again before they're by. Okay, okay, but they let are me rested just, now. They had a whole week and a half off. They are rested. They are averaging over the that four week span, fifty nine point eight points to the wide receiver position. Not bad. That's it's not bad. <laughs> not bad for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> who are the receivers you talking? Who are well, the receivers you're talking about? They're talking about Tyree Kill. You're talking about um, Michael Thomas. I don't think Michael right? Thomas is back then. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you're right. Uh, that was uh, that was in Week Ten D- when they DJ, faced him. DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ, yeah, DJ Moore. Moore Robbie Anderson. Both, they both had a good week against uh, Tampa. They did. They did. Either way, that's uh, I, I. I say our buddy Jordan Hebera gets the uh, deciding vote. Uh, Jordan, what do you say, buddy? Are we sitting, Kirky? Yeah, <laughs> he's not, he'll answer us later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna obviously sit Kirk. He <laughs> he's a Vikings him. fan. He's a Vikings fan, but he hates Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's move on then. Um, we'll agree to disagree on the uh, Kirk Cousins sit. I um, put a bet on uh, Cousins uh, being a top twelve quarterback this week. If you, you want, if, I I said I would if you wanted oh, you to would. do that between you and I. Uh, top twelve. Top twelve. Top twelve. That's like who would be better than him? You know what? Uh, let's gonna circle top, back to it. Yeah, we'll 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 circle back to it. I'm uh, gonna see uh, some other matchups this week. Okay. See who's who's going up against who. Okay. And uh, we'll good. circle back to that. Uh, let's 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 hear who you're sitting at the running back position. My top sit is going to be Todd Gurley. I've talked about him earlier. He is not looking good. He's dealing with knee issues. He's looking like the third down back in Atlanta. Let's move on. I don't think you can start Gurley uh, rest of the season. I wouldn't be confident starting him rest of the season uh, for the Falcons. They they're using him less and less each week. Seems like, and I expect that trend to continue uh also the chargers are a decent run defense uh haven't given they're they're about middle of the pack uh run defense both in the last four weeks and on the season 
looking like they give up the 14th most points to the to that position. So I'm not uh, I, I'm still not expecting much from Gurley this week uh, because of their his utilization for Atlanta. Another sit for me is going to be Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders had a very disappointing season, to say the least, between injuries and just not getting the volume we were all expecting him to in his second year. It's just been a rough go for Sanders this year. And this week, uh, Philadelphia is facing the uh, New Orleans Saints, who have the best run defense over the last four weeks and on the season, actually. Um, I, I'm not confident starting uh, Miles Sanders because of those reasons. Absolutely sit him if you have him and if you have a better option. Or, yeah, I, I would expect you have a better option, hopefully, at this point because of how uh, disappointing Sanders has been. And then my uh, final... It's oh. been rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Go ahead. <laughs> just just wanted to cut in with that. Uh, it's not been good. No. I, I, that's fair. S- Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Is Clyde the Glide. Be, Clyde the Glide is going to be my final set this week. Now, this isn't basing it off of last week's performance. He was sick going into that game. They activated him, but I still wasn't expecting much from him. And obviously he didn't do much, but this is more the matchup against the Miami Dolphins defense over the last four weeks. The Dolphins have given up the fifth least amount of points to the running back position. And with Le'Veon Bell getting more involved in Kansas city's running game, I'm just not confident uh, starting Clyde Edwards Hilaire on your first week of playoff matchups. So who do you got? Well, I've got a big name here who, um, Maybe some people won't agree with me, uh, but uh, this this just goes. Um, this is strictly based on confidence for a uh, first week of playoffs performance, and I'm sitting DeAndre Swift. Oh um, snap! He is. This is his first game back, and it's not even a bad matchup against Green Bay. It is but not it, at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it would what we would what we would say is a good matchup against Green Bay, but I have to go against the grain here and say. You know what? DeAndre Swift has missed three weeks with this injury. Uh, and Concussion I, I, slash illness. Yes, I am not confident starting him in my do-or-die week 14 matchup. That's fair. I I didn't have him as a sit, but I was, it was like one of those cautiously optimistic. It's a good matchup, but I'm not super confident starting him type of players. So it's a, yes, DeAndre Swift will find his ass back on my taxi squad. <laughs> in our dynasty league it's fair it's fair and you're facing the uh the first place team this week i am I'm who, you, who you actually faced last week and almost beat i i, I would have beat if i didn't listen to you that's true he asked me for some fancy advice marvin jones or uh debo samuel i told him to go debo but marvin had a great game even in yeah. a shitty I matchup wanted, i wanted to go marvin i really did i had him in until i tinkered Yep. I it's said, true. all right, you know what? I just I just gotta ask my fellow DJ here what he thinks. And um what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to us. <laughs> no kidding. Uh wide receiver sits. Who you got for me? Who do I got for you at the wide receiver position? Yeah. Uh I've got Deontay Johnson sitting. Uh this is uh, for a DFS uh DFS sit mainly. Um okay. but I, I'm not liking I'm not liking the matchup. 
uh, there. Uh, I believe he is supposed to be uh, shadowed by um, Tredavious White. Whoever's being shadowed by Tredavious White, whether it's Claypool or Johnson, <laughs> let's go with that. I, I haven't checked the uh, I haven't checked the um, the, the matchup, but uh, uh, the quarterback receiver matchup yet. But uh, I, I just I don't like it. Uh, he's he's good, and uh, I mean I said the same thing about uh, geez, a few weeks ago with DK. Right now it looks like. Uh... Uh, there's, I I don't have a projected shadow matchup in this one, but it looks like Claypool's actually going to see more of Tre'Davious White. We're sitting there. Chase Claypool. <laughs> okay, sure. I'm not playing Chase Claypool in DFS this week. Okay, there you go. Because Tre'Davious White has uh, covered the right side a bit more. Chase Claypool's played on the right side a bit more. So it, that's, I mean, I'm reading this PFF article uh, right now, and they've got uh, Tre'Davious White. Uh, on Chase Claypool more than Deontay Johnson, but they don't predict a shadow matchup either. So, okay, and, and you've and you've got coming up a, a a receiver who's really pissed me off in the last little while, and I just can't seem to get right. And when I play him, he does nothing. nothing. And <laughs> you want to say him, f all, eh? <laughs> yep. And when I sit him, he he goes off, and it's just it's not it's not my year with him. Even though I love the guy. But anyway, I'll let I'll let you go ahead and I'll let you know who it is. You probably know who it is, but uh, I, I think it's my second one, but it could be my first. It's, uh, it's definitely gonna... your second one. Okay, it's uh, my first one is going to be Robbie Anderson, though. Uh, like I had said before, Teddy Bridgewater uh, is probably not going to be uh, throwing a whole or not not that he's not going to be throwing a whole lot in this game, but I think that uh, Caroline's probably going to be up against Denver. Early on, probably because of Mike Davis, uh, Denver's defense against the uh, the passing game over the last uh, four weeks has been second best in the league for, in terms of giving up fantasy points to the wide receiver position. And with DJ Moore out of this matchup, I think they're going to be covering Robbie a little bit more, which may open things up for Curtis Samuel a bit because he just did come off the uh, COVID-19 list earlier. Uh, I think it was today, actually. Um so it could open things up for Samuel, but I don't feel confident in Robbie Anderson this week. Now, my second one is going to be the guy that Miles has hated and has been pissed off at is Christian Kirk. Now, I am expecting a shadow matchup in this game, probably uh, seeing James Bradbury covering uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which may open things up for Kirk a little bit. But Kirk has been such a touchdown-dependent receiver uh, this season that i just have no confidence in him uh it, it seems like the the weeks they get well obviously the weeks where he catches a touchdown he has better fantasy performance because those are worth more fantasy points but uh it, it seems Good to job. be he seems to be relying on touchdowns in order to get those fantasy points and weeks that he doesn't get a touchdown he's getting one or two catches uh maybe three at most but in, in the in the matchups where he gets touchdowns he's seen closer to closer to double digit targets not quite double digit targets um in fact i'll pull it up he's here just, he's just been pissing me off because uh he's he's good against bad teams yeah. uh seattle he had even the, the first time they played actually only played seattle once so far i think uh when they played seattle he had over 20 fantasy points and played dallas over 20 fantasy points uh, yeah. The Jets, unfortunately, he only, he only had twelve. I think he had a touchdown that game as well. He did not. Uh, okay, but uh, <laughs> he had that was his only double-digit uh, fantasy point production where he didn't catch a touchdown. Yeah. 
So then I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to sit him against Miami. And what does he do? He goes off against Miami. Like, okay, next two weeks, I'm going to play him. What does he do? At fall. And those were <laughs> those were in good matchups against uh, Buffalo and Seattle. <laughs> but uh, even <sighs> even this week, facing the Giants, Giants are... No, Giants are not a bad defensive team. No, they're actually giving up the least amount of points to the wide receiver position over the I last think, four weeks. And, and I think I said that right at the beginning of the year, too. Uh, that, that they're not a then we'll have to check the tape and we'll have to go back and listen to all those hours and hours of episodes. But I'm pretty sure yeah, I didn't right. talk about I'm pretty <laughs> sure I didn't talk about how good the uh, Giants D uh, was, especially after that week one performance. Fair, yeah. I I think that uh, yeah, they're they're definitely an underrated defense on the season, but it's because they're in a bad matchup or a, a bad division. Sorry, and uh. They they face some pretty tough opponents as well. Um, they did a number against Russ Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks last week. So yep, they sure did. All right. Anyway, who else are you sitting at the wide receiver position? Final sit for me is going to be Sammy Watkins. Uh, since he's been back uh, after coming off of that uh, concussion that he had, he just hasn't looked the same. Uh, also, Pat McCombs hasn't been going his way a whole lot. Uh, compared to the other receiving options. Uh, so in the last two games against Tampa Bay and Denver, he's seen seven targets and six targets in uh, both games, but it's only turned into four receptions in each of those games for 38 and 35 yards. Uh, hasn't really been targeting him, him in the red zone a whole lot. And that may be because of the, got, yeah, when you have two Travis Kelsey uh, in the red zone and yeah, who else he, he's the guy you go to there. Exactly, and yeah. they've been giving it up off to the running backs a lot as well in the uh, in the red zone. Even yeah. though Pat Mahomes has just been throwing for a ridiculous amount of, uh, he's passing. good. He he's, is. He's good. so good, man. Uh, the, uh, how the Bears took Trubisky over him. Oh, what a, what how, a, how any what of a those bunch teams, of idiots like <laughs> how any of those teams took took whoever over Mahomes. That's crazy. Yeah, but this week he's uh, facing Miami. Probably going to be seeing a fair bit of Sabian Howard. And overall, the Miami secondary has been shutting down receivers. I don't know. Sabian Howard might throw a punch or two and get himself ejected. You want to call those punches. Oh, man, that was so weak last week with him and Tyler Boyd. Holy (laughs) crap. Like I saw I have Boyd in a a couple leagues, and I was glad that he got the 72-yard touchdown, but – Man, like that was so soft. And some people were saying it's because like they're kind of in the middle of refs and contact with the ref. Could have had yeah, contact yeah. with the ref. Oh, like, that was dumb. I was shocked when they said when when he said they rejected. I know, right? But anyways, sit Sammy. I don't expect him to have a big week this week. Who do you uh, sit in? Or wait, no, uh, we already went through years, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, so how about you tell me who you're sitting at the tight end position then? At the tight end position, I am going to be sitting Dallas Goddard. Yeah. I know, I know he's your boy. My I know boy. you've really enjoyed uh, watching him play. But they're facing New Orleans, man. I uh, don't care if they're facing the 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 the, the, the Bears from the 80s. The Bears from the 80s. Uh, over the last four weeks... New Orleans has given up the least amount of points to the tight end position. And uh, they face some decent tight ends. I won't say great ones, but they faced Gronk. They faced um, 
Hayden Hurst twice, actually, uh, and they faced Noah Fant. So these, these, those are guys who are kind of borderline starts each week. And I think uh, Goddard in this matchup, even with Zach, well, Zach Ertz being back does affect that as well, uh, having me sit him. Uh, I think that Hertz is probably going to end up going to his receivers a little bit more in this matchup because New Orleans is so good against the tight end, man. But listen, I, what what do young what do young quarterbacks like to do? They like to target their they tight like ends. They like to turn to their big body tight ends. Yeah, I will compare. I will compare Jalen Hurts to Lamar Jackson. Who does he love? His tight ends. Yep. Right. Who it's does who, who does Tua love? Gasecki. Yep. Absolutely. Same sort of player. I, I I totally agree with that's you. All, that's all. I, it's it's more the the defensive matchup and with Earth being back that I am willing to. Earth was back last week. Didn't stop. Uh, didn't didn't stop uh, Garner for going uh, five for sixty six. That's true. That's a pretty good stat line for a tight end. But uh, New Orleans doesn't give up those points as easy. <laughs> they, Green Bay is like a top three against tight ends. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Green Bay is better against tight ends than New Orleans is. No, no, they're not. Look it up now. Okay, so on the season they are absolutely. Oh. But since since I the, since the uh, the buy though, New Orleans has been the best defense in, in the league <laughs> uh, against tight ends, and I think overall actually too. Um, nope. No. Okay. Nope. okay. Nope. Just uh, alternative facts say. Eh? <laughs> okay cool we already talked about uh, logan thomas being a sit for me with with his bad matchup and my final sit is actually going to be on the other side of the ball on the uh in the philly uh new orleans game it's going to be jerry cook philly is actually given up the seventh least amount of points to the tight end position over the last four weeks and let me just check what they're doing on the season uh middle of the pack on the season uh but i don't like cook in this matchup uh, especially with Taysom hill throwing the ball i mean you saw uh, last week or was it two weeks ago he mostly just targeted michael thomas uh in the passing game last actually last week he he uh had targeted spread the ball out a little bit spread more it. he spread it out a bit more than uh in his first two weeks but i still don't have confidence in this passing attack with uh Taysom hill at the quarterback position so i'm not going to be starting jared cook in my leagues or in my dfs lineups this week either what are you okay. saying i am sitting <laughs> um i'm sitting zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> oh are you <laughs> I'd be sitting them uh, too. <laughs> I'm sitting Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um, I guess for the same, for same reasons that you were saying to sit Goddard. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, oh, so it's just the player, right? <laughs> but I do like Goddard. Goddard has led the team in receiving for each of the last three weeks. Okay. And now he's got Jalen Hurts throwing a ball. Jalen Hurts, I'm telling you, will look for that big tight end, big bodied tight end. Goddard is a much better tight end than, than Ertz. He's going to be, he's going to be uh, overall in their careers a better tight end than Ertz. I, I totally agree with you on that, um, on career wise, but I just don't think the matchup this week's that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He is a tight end one this week. <laughs> oh, it's not hard to get in tight end one conversation. <laughs> you could have like four catches for, I, I don't know, 40 yards, and he'd probably be a tight end one this week. Seriously, uh, the bar is not that high. You want to get like t- tight end, like uh, you, if you're in the top five of tight ends, you're having a good week, I'd say, <laughs> this year at least. Okay, Goddard, uh, double-digit fantasy points this week. That's my guarantee. Okay, okay. That's that's a bit more of a uh, interesting bet. So have you, you have you thought about the Kirk Cousins bet? Kirk Cousins is definitely not top 12 quarterback this week. Okay, you want to put uh, – 20 bucks on that one? Let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. Do you want do you want to go against me on this Goddard uh, scoring double digit fantasy points? Ah uh, man, I'll take well because it only takes a touchdown, right? Uh pretty well for him to get into the double digit uh, category. Oh, but if, but if New Orleans if New Orleans is as good as you say they are, they're not going to allow a touchdown to a tight end. Screw it. Let's do it. Sounds let's, good. 20 bucks on each. 20 bucks on each. Oh, can't uh, wait to collect 40 bucks from you on Sunday. <laughs> maybe i mean you haven't uh you haven't collected much on me from the bets this season though you hey you know that. what I, I still did win that bet where we said kirk over i said kirk over rivers uh well i mean season's not over kirk could still go down and rivers can uh catch up there i, I think kirk's ahead by a lot but okay let me, uh, let me just take a look at this go ahead I'll, I'll go over my last tight end here that i'm not starting this week uh, austin hooper uh he's he is nothing like he was last year in the system that he was uh, in in Atlanta. Uh, it's just not going his way in in Cleveland here. Uh, he's had just two targets in, uh, in 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 each in three in each of the three of the of his last two targets in three of his last four games. So, <laughs> uh, and a catch. Um, he has only had. Sorry, how? Yes, he has. That's it. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm getting all confused. Get jokes are messing with me here. But yeah, I guess, so anyway, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> two targets in three of his past four games. Okay. <laughs> Glad you got it out there, kid. Yes. It took me a minute, but we got it. And um, he's going up against the Ravens, and the Ravens are still an excellent uh, defensive team. And uh, maybe, sure, maybe he does something because someone has to do something in Cleveland. Um, but um, I, I think all, all the action is going to be going to Jarvis Landry and the running game there. Um, so you can see Chubb Hunt, yeah. and Landry take over everything. Austin Hooper, if, if he maybe gets two for 20, I think that's probably is about what he'll get. Yeah, it's not a bad line because, I mean, that's basically what he's done the last couple of weeks. So yeah. um, let's get on to our bets now. And do this. I'll let. You start us off with uh, some of your bets this week. You got uh, big fake money on this one. I do. I've got two thousand on each of my bets this week, Matt. Okay, okay. And I have three bets that I know are going to win. These are all. Each of these are five star locks. Count it now. Money in the bank. We've got Houston at Chicago over forty six points. That yeah. is one hundred percent going to be a score of a total of about sixty. I, you heard it here first. That's happening. I've got okay. the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers defense is going to destroy this Broncos offense. The, the Broncos quarterbacks love to throw the ball away. They love throwing up picks. The, the, the running backs in Denver, they can't hold on to a football. They've got a bad case of the fumbles. I am saying Carolina Panthers minus three. Another 2,000 there, Matt. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. And then we've got the Dallas Cowboys. We've got the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. Revenge <laughs> game against the Cincinnati Bengals. We are right. going to see those Dallas Cowboys cover minus three and a half. And that's a 2,000 on that. All right. Oh, and Zeke runs for uh, runs for 120 yards with a touchdown. Really? I I don't I don't believe that that's it's Cincinnati, dude. Okay, Zeke has been questionable all week, and they're not expecting him to play a huge role in this game. He is going to do it. I am telling you. <laughs> what on I like need it to happen. Three runs. I I just feel like he's not going to get the volume no. to get that. He that's is all. going to do it because I need him to. 120 and a touchdown. I'm I'm saying Tony Pollard over uh, over Zeke this week. No, stop it, stop, <laughs> stop it. it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll I'll get to my bets. Uh, first, I'll start off with a parlay. I, I've got back to back parlays that have hit actually, which has uh, really helped my bankroll for this fake money that we've been betting. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. I am going with New Orleans minus seven at Philadelphia, and this game being. Over 43 and a half points. They're not expecting this uh, game to be very high because of how well these defenses have been playing. And you know, I I, I could see that. Uh, But New Orleans offense has been playing really well the last couple weeks since Taysom Hill has come in. Uh, What are they averaging? I think it was like 28 points since he's uh, come in for the Saints. Yeah, so 21 last week against the Falcons. Uh, two weeks ago against the Broncos, 31 points. And against the Falcons again, was that 24? Yeah, so about 26-ish points averaging over the last three weeks uh, since the, he's come in. But I, I like them to do a little bit more than that in this game. I have uh, New Orleans putting up closer to 30 points and Philadelphia putting up close to 20 uh, in this game, so I think that uh, both of these teams are going to s- surprise Vegas, and uh, New Orleans is still going to cover. So, got that one. Another bet that I've got is Washington and at San Francisco under forty-three and a half points. I would be surprised if both these teams get into the twenties. I think one of them could potentially into the low twenties, but I think the other it's going to be a, a t- pretty tight matchup between these two. Very defensive game. You're looking at San Francisco getting much healthier on defense uh, at this point in the season. And Washington's defense has been playing great as of late. So I am not expecting a high-scoring game for from these two. It's going to be a very defensive matchup. Another one for me is going to be Tampa Bay. Minus 6.5 against Minnesota. Uh, Tampa Bay is at home in this game, which is obviously going to help their coming off of their bye, well-rested. And even though Minnesota has been playing very well as of late, I don't expect them to be close in this one. Tampa Bay is a much better team than uh, Minnesota is, and I think that they're going to tear apart that Minnesota defense. Minnesota's been playing some uh, softer matchups the last couple weeks. I really Uh, like how, both in your parlay and on this bet, you're going with my my thoughts on uh, sitting Kirk Cousins for Minnesota because – they don't do so well, and and then the the, the high scoring. Um, no, I don't think. I think I actually think that this yeah. high scoring game, this this uh, game between uh, Tampa Bay and Minnesota is going to be fairly high scoring. Okay. Uh, okay. But I th- I think that uh, it's 
it's it's going to be Tampa Bay scoring a lot of points on Minnesota. I, I see Tampa Bay scoring close to 40 on them. I, I think it's, it's going to be, wow. I think it's just going to be a beat down of Minnesota. Uh, I, I was thinking about taking them as like um, taking the over in this game as well, but I don't, I don't know if uh, Minnesota gets it done. Okay. Uh, okay. I think Dalvin Cook's probably gonna get it done, but yeah, not Kirk. Not well. Kirk. I, he's I not think gonna be top twelve. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna make this one a parlay too and take the over. If I, I I've talked myself into it. <laughs> see, so, see, guys, guys, this is this is how I get mad to lose his bets. I get I talk him into doing silly things. Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna reduce the amount that I've put oh, on this bet. That's okay. I'm not gonna. Well, I had twelve fifty on that one, uh, but I'm going to. All right, you reduce it, uh, and I'm you, actually gonna I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna make this my only parlay. Gonna take away the over in uh, New Orleans okay. and Philly. You go through the rest of them. I'll update them in the table. Okay, me. sounds good. Um, but yeah, the it's fifty two and a half the over under for that Tampa Bay sounds Minnesota good. game. And there's the one that I was thinking about doing the parlay on earlier. Then I was like, ah, I don't know. But talking with you has kind of convinced me that uh, that should have been my parlay all along. Are we just so. swapping the uh, bets? Yeah, just swap the bets. Oh, 12,000. 12,500. Wow. <laughs> I, I just barely have over that. So <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> with right. that. Carry uh, on with your picks. Arizona minus two against the New York Giants. Giants have been playing some good football as of late. And even though these teams are only one win apart, I think that the talent between these two teams is much further apart uh, than what this line is showing. Uh, Arizona plays in the toughest division in football and the New York Giants play in the softest division in football. And they have looked good against some teams that are within their division and Seattle as well. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, it sounds like you're setting up last week's game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I might be, but I also didn't bet uh, Giants last week because they were what uh, ten and a half point uh, underdogs or something like that. Yeah, it was it was big. Yeah, it was big. Ten and so a half. Yeah, I I wouldn't have uh, bet the Seahawks. Seahawks barely scored game. ten points. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. That was that was a brutal showing from the Seahawks. But anyways, Arizona's clearly the better team here, and. I think at least Arizona is the best team in the NFC NFC West. You think so? Yeah. No. LA Rams, I think. Are the no, best team. no, dude. Look at that. No. They beat them last week. What are you talking so? about? So, so? 38 to 28. That's not the Niners beat the Rams. Does that mean that the Niners are the best team in the NFC West? Didn't they beat them in what week two? Like <laughs> <laughs> when they were actually healthy, they are the, they are the best. No. Arizona's at right now. Arizona is the best team in the NFC West. Don't at me. I'm at, I'm adding you. I have uh, another one. Um, Taysom Hill greater than Lamar Jackson. Don't at me. Uh, this week? Oh, like ever, always. Oh. You're wrong. Um, Check Taysom Twitter. Hill, Taysom I, I, Hill. I, I, I just tweeted it. So <laughs> uh, Taysom Hill is never going to win an MVP in his life and Lamar Jackson but he should one, one, so no he's won't if, shut the if Taysom Hill up. Taysom Hill Taysom Hill plays this played this whole season he is league MVP no yeah no dead ass yes no he, well we'll see next year when he is probably the starting quarterback for the Saints so <laughs> perfect <laughs> you put that bet on him 
Drop I'm your... doing it. I'm put. I'm gonna. I'll drop a hundred bucks on it. No, you won't. I will ha- drop a hundred bucks. Taysom Hill MVP next year. Doubt. As soon as it as soon as it opens, I'm doing it. Okay, whatever. You're gonna get such insane odds for that, but you're also gonna right. lose a hundred bucks. Uh, then I actually changed uh, one of my bets. I had Cincinnati Dallas over forty three and a half, but I'm not as confident in that anymore. But I've been talking about this matchup being a shootout uh, earlier in the pod, and it's going to be Pittsburgh at Buffalo over 47.5 points. I think that both these teams have good enough offenses, and uh, I don't want to call the Steelers' defense bad, but as of late, they've been giving up some points to some bad teams. Um, And now they're facing a a very stout Buffalo Bills offense, so... I think that uh, Buffalo ends up scoring quite a few points on them. And the Bills are actually favored in this game, uh, believe it or not. So they're favored by uh, by two points. Now oh, I'm not really give me Steelers money line. Yeah, I would I would probably be taking the Steelers money line as well. Yep. Uh, but go go for it. I, I think at, this I'm game ends up being uh, probably like twenty eight to twenty four Steelers. Uh, so that's going to hit the over and, but I could see it being much more than that too, actually. So yeah, that's, uh, those are my bets this week. I, yeah. I'm taking, uh, I'm also, <laughs> I'm also adding here, uh, St- Steelers money line at plus plus one ten. Yeah. How much you putting on that one? Uh, that's, Hey, you know what? Let's make it another 2000. Holy crap. You're going in for it. Hey. Oh well, yes. You're going to have nothing to bet next week. I'm going to have everything to bet next week. Guy. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. I am winning so much money this week. I've got, <laughs> I've got eight thousand dollars in bets. Four or right. five, five star locks, eh? Four, four or five star locks. Eight thousand dollars in bets. That uh, that's eight thousand of my seven hundred and forty-one dollars that I I have right now. Eight thousand seven hundred forty-one. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get into our DFS dart throws and value plays. Let's just let's just motor through through these ones here, Matt. Yeah. Um. Now we're get, just getting the press for time here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Already coming up on two hours. So let's, okay. Uh, at QB, we got her. Mike Glennon and Sam Darnold both at fifty one hundred. Uh, Glennon is facing the Tennessee Titans, who have been giving up a ton of points to the uh, quarterback position uh, as of late and the wide receiver position. Uh, to be fair to that and i mean if you're desperate for some cash in uh some of your lineups there i wouldn't uh i wouldn't be against starting glenn up glennon if you want to spend up on uh some other uh running backs and receivers um he, he's he's an option and you got uh, sam Darnold facing the seattle seahawks another good matchup for them for him sorry and uh them as being the Jets. You know, he's without Denzel Mims this week, but he's still got Perriman and uh, maybe Crowder. Perriman might be the last uh, wide receiver standing in that uh, that room. And yeah. I, I think Perriman's someone you could potentially start as well. He's got a $3,900 price tag. Uh, at running back, I didn't find too many dart throws. But Actually, some... I, I want to add a couple uh, to, uh, the quarterback? To, to your quarterback dart throws. So okay. We talked about Mitch Trubisky earlier, um, only at uh, Fifty six hundred. Um, again, uh, all, all the things I said earlier. It's gonna be a high scoring game. They're gonna be throwing the ball, and a, uh, it's gonna be a cold game. But not expecting any weather against this uh, Houston secondary that gives up a lot of points to both quarterbacks and receivers. Um, actually ranked uh, number uh, in the bottom nine um, 
in fantasy points allowed against quarterbacks. Um, funny note here, Gardner Minshew is actually worth more than Mike Glennon. I know. I, I saw that too. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, now, another one I want to toss in here is Nick Mullins. Now, I know he's got a tough matchup against Washington football team, but even in a tough matchup against Buffalo last week, he was still he still threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and at 5,100, Nick Mullins could be, um, if you really scrape, if you really uh, scratch for cash on DFS, Nick Mullins could do you something. I think I would go Glennon and maybe Darnold over Mullins because oh, they're I'm not, all, this, I would all never three go the Darnold. same. Yeah, well, Darnold's got that rushing ability, though, too. Sometimes he'll just run the ball for, like, 40 yards and a touchdown. And yeah. it's... <laughs> Not sure how he does it. No, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't look great at actually doing it, but, no. you know, whatever. Uh, running back, Devontae Booker, he's looking like he's probably going to get the start over Jacobs. I mean, from I've, I've heard so much back and forth about Jacobs this week. Uh, earlier in the week, they were saying he's not going to start. Now they're saying he might start. But he's not 100% start. So uh, if if Jacobs doesn't start, Devontae Booker could be a good play. Indianapolis has given up the third most points to the running back position over the last four weeks. And uh, now some of that is skewed because of a huge Derrick Henry performance. Uh, but even if you're looking for a volume play, Devontae Booker could be your guy at that price tag. I, I do want to add about Devontae Booker. Um, in his last uh, week, week 13 matchup uh, against the Jets, he didn't really impress. I mean, it was only 16, 16 carries, which is excellent, but for only 50 yards. Yeah. He had one catch, one catch on two targets. I mean, 17 touches is great. Um, yeah. And he may end up having that same workload, but he didn't do much with will, against the Jets. Yeah, I will say that the Jets' defense has been solid against the run. Uh over the last four weeks and on the season, over the last four weeks, they're giving up the third least amount of points to their running back position. But Indianapolis has a much better defense against the run. I wouldn't say much better. I think they're comparable for run defenses, at least. Uh, and, overall, okay. Indianapolis's defense is much better than uh, the Jets, obviously. Uh, but run defenses, it's, it's kind of been where you can get points uh, against Indy. I, I find fantasy points at least. Okay. All right. What else we got at the running back position there? Uh, I had Tony Pollard as a dart throw this week. Uh, Zeke is not expected to get a full workload in this game uh, as he's playing a little injured. Um, so he could, Pollard could easily take over the uh, lead back role in this game. Not saying overall for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, but in this game, I could see him getting a, a, quite a few touches and he's been pretty good on the season uh, in terms of making use of those touches. So I, I think he, he's a, he's my one dart throw, but he is a little bit more expensive at 5,300. So I probably wouldn't be spending that much on a dart throw. Um, but yeah, I thought he was worth mentioning. Naeem Hines, another one at uh, 5,100. Well, this is at the opposite side of the ball from the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders here, and Raiders are not a great run defense at all. They're not they're not a good defense uh, this season. Uh, they they've had their injuries, and it's been tough for that uh, defensive core. And Naeem Hines has been catching the ball quite a bit. Uh, he's, Great in PPR and all obviously DFS is uh, PPR related, so uh, I would. Well, FanDuel's half point, but 
Uh, is uh, FanDuel a half point? Yeah. I didn't know that, actually. Um, but yeah, uh, Heinz can uh, easily slot into your lineup at 5,100. JD McKissick, who we mentioned earlier, don't have to go out over him and uh, his worth in this game. He's at 4,900. And then my dart, my real dart throw is going to be Leonard Fournette. Uh, he's got a pretty decent matchup. Uh, Tampa Bay is facing who we say is Minnesota Vikings, uh, and this is probably going to be a high scoring game. I can see uh, them using Fournette as the pass catching back in this matchup and him catching a few targets, maybe scoring a touchdown. He's, he's def- definitely a, a dart throw, though. Yeah, he's uh, someone that I've decided if I want to start in uh, week 14, um, season long, first week of the playoffs, I've decided if I want to start him in a league. Oh. Yeah, um, I've got a couple for you here. Uh, Duke Johnson, um, yeah, uh, forty-eight hundred, so especially uh, with uh, the news coming out uh, today with David Johnson being on the COVID list. Uh, Ty, Ty Johnson at forty-seven hundred against yep. a matchup against the Seattle Seahawks, and then bottom of the barrel, forty-four hundred. Peyton Barber of the uh, Washington Football Team as well. He can get he'll, he's going to get a bulk of the run, of the rushing work uh, for the football team. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely see volume in that game, which could turn into fantasy points, but I'm not expecting it to against San Francisco. Nope. At the wide receiver position, uh, C.D. Lamb at 4,800. We talked about him earlier in the episode. I uh, don't need to talk about him anymore. Uh, Mike Williams as well. He was a start for me this week, 4,700. Darius Slayton, this is more of a dart throw as he has had boomer bust uh, <laughs> weeks all season long. Uh, he's only had good games when he scores a touchdown. Hasn't been seeing enough volume in the games where he doesn't uh, get a touchdown. But uh, the Giants are facing the Cardinals this week, and Cardinals are giving up a ton of points to the wide receiver position over the last four weeks. They're seventh most uh, to that position, and on the season they're what twelfth or so. But I've I'm, I'd rather go with the recency bias of the last four weeks because it's it's all about the trends in uh, fantasy football, uh, and I find that uh, that Cardinals defense is trending down uh, as the season wears on uh, in terms of giving up points to the wide receiver position. Another one for me, and this is a real dart throw because apparently you can't catch balls. <laughs> is uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling at thirty nine hundred? Uh, he, he's in a plus matchup this week as the uh, the Packers are facing the Lions, and th- this is a high over under for this game. So we're going to see Aaron Rodgers probably throwing the ball quite a bit. Probably mostly going to be to Devonte Adams, but. Uh, the, the Lions D has actually been pretty good at covering the tight end position, so I'm not expecting uh, Tunyon to have a big game like we would normally see. So uh, we'll see probably more to MBS and Alan Lazard. And who knows, <laughs> MBS could have a great week because he's put up a wide receiver one finish, like the wide receiver one finish yep. uh, in a week that I told you to sit him. So that's, uh, that's a good one on me, Matt. Yeah. And my final one, yeah, tough, tough look indeed. Final uh, dart throw is going to be Colin Johnson. He's had back-to-back uh, good performances, and the Jaguars are facing the Titans. He's at a $3,600 price tag, and uh, he's, he's, he's shown that he's getting more involved into this uh, receiving game for Jacksonville. And 
listen, Mike Glennon was the backup quarterback for most of the season. He's probably gotten a lot of his reps with Johnson, who didn't really start until two, two or three weeks ago that uh, he he started for uh, Jacksonville. So I think that, uh, hey, take a shot on him if you want to. I'm going to quickly run through a f- several names here. Um, along with a fun fact about them, if, uh, Henry Ruggs uh, going up against Indianapolis. Uh, Raiders are going to have to throw the ball in this game, I believe. Uh, Henry Ruggs, he's going to catch that deep ball. So, truly a dart throw. He had three for 84 last week with a touchdown. Uh, he wow. can catch that deep ball. And one of them came on that final play of the game. So, I, yeah. I wouldn't be. No, dart. This says DFS dart, dart throws, throw. is yeah, it not? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. Sorry. I'm adjusting my thing here. It's not value plays as dart throws. Jalen Rieger of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mentioned him earlier. I think Jalen Hurts is going to find Rieger for a, uh, for a, we'll say a 40 plus yard touchdown. I think, I I think it's going to happen. Um, Another one here as I get a little bit lower down this list, Anthony Miller of the Chicago Bears. It's going to be a high score game. He was five for 56 last week against the Lions. Um, Again, another iffy defense with the Texans this week. So Anthony Miller, another uh, possible, uh, another dart throw for you there. Uh, we already talked about Colin Johnson. I also want to bring up uh, Darnell Mooney again of the Bears. Yeah, Who's yeah, it yeah. going to go to? Is it going to go to Miller? Is it going to go to Mooney? Um, it's Probably Robinson. Pretty, yeah, well, it's going to go to Robinson <laughs> for the most part, but it's also going to go to someone else, someone else too. Montgomery. Um, and then <laughs> lastly, Quintez Cephas of the Detroit Lions. Uh, last week at two for 63 uh, and a touchdown on his four targets. Um, Kenny Galladay is out again this week. Good chance Quintez Cephas uh, sees a deal of deep ball or two against this uh, Packers defense. Uh, that doesn't do that, that. does pretty good against receivers, but um, Stafford's going to be slinging the ball. Yeah. And one thing about Cephas too, that touchdown looked great last week. Didn't, do you see it? It was, it, was a, pretty, it, was a, it was a really nice catch. Uh, I don't think I, I gave you the price on Cephas, by the way. It was 3900 no. I think it was. Really, um, that's that's actually kind of higher than I was expecting. It to uh, be. Thir- sorry, 3200 Oh, that's not as high as that. <laughs> that's, that's I, don't know if I, I gave you, don't know if I gave you the price on a couple of my last ones there, but uh, uh, let's see. Mooney was 3500 uh, okay. Cephas is uh, 3200 and I think I gave the price on everyone else. I think you did too. Yeah. Uh, tight end, Jordan Aikens uh, is going to be one of my tight end dart throws. Chicago gives up uh, the third most points to the tight end position on the season, uh, fourth most in the last four weeks. I think that uh, Aikens is the tight end one on Houston, and I think there's going to be a high-scoring game between the two of them, like you had alluded to earlier as well. Uh, I think he's going to probably see some red zone targets in this game, and I think he could do a lot worse than Aikens uh, in this game as well and my second one is actually going to be on the other side of the ball is Cole Komet Cole Komet has taken uh over the tight end one position on Chicago Jimmy Graham has kind of faded into the background and and, uh, last week he did anyway with uh uh, last couple weeks actually he's he's been getting more uh playing time than Graham has hasn't yeah Komet hasn't had more than more than two receptions aside from last week yeah, so they haven't been targeting him as much in the uh, the, the snap share though. He he's out for more snaps. So. Yeah, exactly. Over over the last three games, he's seen a seventy percent uh, snap share or more. Uh, and although he's not getting the target, well, he did get the targets last week. Uh, 
but in the other two games, he only saw three targets in each of them. But I think that they're realizing that uh, Komet's probably a better option than uh, Jimmy Graham is. And actually, throughout the fantasy playoffs, he's, he's got Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. He has a decent schedule. He's got a good schedule uh, going into fantasy playoffs. And I don't know if I'd be confident starting him in my nope. fantasy leagues. Definitely would not. But uh, for DFS, I would definitely be willing to start him. Hey, if he has another great uh, game this week, then maybe we can see him on the on the waiver wire uh, heading oh, into yeah. uh, week fifteen, right? Polkamet will probably be a waiver wire pickup next week. I'm, I'm guessing. Um, and then, do you want to do a DK lineup, or do you want to get going? I think we should get going. We're already over two hours now. This okay. is be, this is our longest show, so Matt's gonna rip through these thrive picks. Okay, thrive picks. AJ Brown over four, 58 and a half receiving yards. I thought this line was super low uh, in this high scoring matchup uh, for Tennessee against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I love this uh, pick for AJ Brown. Nelson Aguilar over 40.5 receiving yards. Last week we saw Waller go off and tar- uh, Derek Carr just target the crap out of him. Uh, but I think he's probably going to have to spread the ball a little bit more uh, in this matchup against the Colts. Colts defense is much better than the Jets defense is, like we had said earlier. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think Aguilar probably gets uh, 40 and a half uh, receiving yards. I think, was it? He's he's hit that mark in four of his last five matchups, I believe. Uh, Aguilar will go, I'm going to say, three three for 50 and about four drops. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't been dropping the ball that much no, this season, though. It actually hasn't been that bad this season, though. No. Yeah. Another one for me is going to be Alex Smith under 241 and a half passing yards. Uh, again tough matchup against the Niners their secondary is healthy again and I don't expect Smith to be lighting the uh, the field on fire like he was early when he first started uh, this season it was just midway point in the season but still um, I just don't see it happening against the uh, the Niners this week and then Final one, Austin Eckler over 95 and a half rushing and receiving yards. And I think this is mostly going to come on his receiving yards. I, I, I am projecting him for like maybe like 40 rushing yards, but probably close to 70. So I, was, yards. I was thinking 70 receiving yards as yeah, well. He's probably going to see a ton of targets in this game facing Atlanta. And he's definitely worth starting. Yeah, I can get jiggy with uh, with all three or all four of those uh, props there. So yeah. let's uh, let's hope they hit. So um, I guess that uh, that wraps up another uh, fancy DJs episode. This being our twenty uh, fourth episode. Twenty fourth, um, yeah. <laughs> almost full, Jan, to thinking it was episode twenty three B, but yeah, we, we, nice we, try. <laughs> yeah, apparently it didn't work out like that. Couldn't done uh, video or our. Uh, uh, sound editing skills aren't where they need to be for stuff like that. We don't have the money or the programs to uh, be able to do that, unfortunately. No. That's okay. But don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, follow So at... that we can get the money to do that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then then we'll have better and uh, shorter episodes for you. Yes. Uh, follow at FFDGens on Twitter on facebook and on instagram we're not as big on socials recently we've both had quite a bit going on in our personal lives and our actual work lives because this is just more for fun (laughs) for us Uh, but follow us anyway we we do like to put out some content every once in a while 
and uh, suck yeah, it easy not- from me. <laughs> suck it easy from Matt. That's uh, that's a new one. Did you you didn't listen to the episode I, I did last listen, week? Uh, no, I, I I did listen to it last week and um, I laughed and I I, I, met, I forgot to mention it to you after that. Yeah, but suck uh, it easy, cucks. No, all right, uh, stay frosty, folks. Have a good one. Thanks.